Welcome to Madhouse. In this episode, we speak to Che Machelid, CEO and founder of Nova Media, a PR and events company based in Kampala. She shares her stories of how she started, how she's grown her business. Check this out. And see if everyone is being heard. Okay, testing, testing. Can you hear me? Shout. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Am I going to be screaming the entire podcast? Maybe. Should we? <laughs> okay. Yo, 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 welcome to the podcast, Che. Thank you. I was about to butcher the name. I was about to say. Trust me, I've dealt with that all my life. But yeah, you got it right this time. Yeah, <laughs> like, 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 I was like, Kai, Che, Kai, Che, yeah. Che. It's, a it's <laughs> not Kai, guys, it's Che. Yeah, che. welcome to the podcast. So, Che, for those guys listening to this podcast, I just want to like, introduce yourself, what you do, how you roll, who your friends are, really? your telephone number. <laughs> Where you stay, I don't know. I'm just yeah, too many details, but I can offer you a little bit of information. Yeah, cool. Uh, so my name is Che Machili. Uh, that's a name I go by, though my government name is Rebecca Machili. Yeah, Rebecca. Yeah. Rebecca is a government name. It stays on paper. No, but filling now out it, forms it, and stuff. It just now it just gives me something called you, so that I kind of feel like. No, if you call me Rebecca, you'll be talking to yourself. I can never turn. Becky. No chance. Becky with the good hair. No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> we can do all those ones. Yeah. Just make it. So, uh, Che Macheli, I am by profession a copywriter and communications consultant. Cool. I am also the CEO of Nova Media. CEO which is an media. yeah, it's a boutique PR company. Okay. Uh, we do well, basically buzz for corporate brands, NGOs, but mainly event PR, talent yeah. management uh, for concerts, shows, events. Yeah, that's cool. Seems mm-hmm. exciting. Seems painful. Quite well. <laughs> no pain, no gain. You know what they say? <laughs> management. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. So just uh, it's nice to know like some history. Well, how, 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 like, for me, I'm very interested in how, like, all this began, like, for you. Like, first, let's talk about how you become, like, a copywriter. Like, was this, like, before, like, hey, you're, like, the wordsmith of wordsmiths in school? Yeah. Well, not to brag, but, yeah, that's true. Ever since I was a kid, I was in Green Hill Academy I Primary. I want to put, like, a, like, a, like a <laughs> DJ horn there. <laughs> Feel free. But, yeah, um, ever since I was a kid, English was my favorite language. I learned to read way before my time. Kindergarten, I was allergic to the sun. Like when it was break time and kids are running to jump on swings, yeah. I would run to, you know, the shelves that had like Peter and Jay. I went through 1A, 1B, 1C, 2A, 2A, <laughs> like all the books, the ladybird books, skimmed through all of them in like a day. So by the time the teachers are saying, let's read sentence by sentence, Peter is, I was like, yo, yo, girl need to catch up. You know, I was like four years old, but I'm like, yo, I finished an entire collection at break time. So yeah, basically I got into... I just loved English, mm-hmm. uh, reading, writing. When it came to English composition, I was always the best in my class. Yeah. Composition, writing stories yeah. from a very young age. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad made me love crossword puzzles way yeah. before any normal child should have been doing crossword puzzles. But yeah, it was my thing. Do so it yeah. or you won't have supper. No, well, really not like that. <laughs> no, but that's, I know. That's what it feels like. I know, but at some time he actually got strict with me with it because he saw how good I was. Like even a lot of my family members were like, she spends an unusual amount of time flipping through books and reading newspapers. I would be reading about, uh, what's her name? Miriam Atembe. She was, I don't know, Minister of Ethics. I was like, I want to be like this lady, minister. Guys were like, I think she's going to be a lawyer. Lol, no chance. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, uh, that's basically how I started. Then getting into high school, yeah. loved writing, reading, literature, getting into literature. debate club, literature club. The you know it mm. kind of just flowed. So after you now, two thousand and six, yeah. a brilliant man called Mark Zuckerberg created Facebook, like, and yes. knowing my gen- like I had an outlet for my insanity. I was just. Out there on Facebook, I was updating my status every like 30 really? seconds. Really? Jen Facebook 2006. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Know, I've been on Facebook. Actually, 2007 is when I. Yeah, yeah, the, like I the actually, early adopters of the yeah, platform. Yeah, trust me, social media. Yeah, we started with Smana High Five, MySpace. We were there. <laughs> we were there. Trust me, I have a very crazy digital footprint. I started really early. So, Facebook, basically, I would put out like stories. I would put a, a humorous twist to stuff happening around, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like let's say there was an election. I'd yeah. make, you know, a crazy, hilarious twist. Somewhere, somehow, Harry Sagara fell on my... Uh, you know Harry Sagara? No, I don't know Harry Sagara. Harry Sagara, the writer? Satirical writer, you gonna... Are you serious? I'm like... Crazy, very... insane. Like, he's literally yeah, that's, mad. Yeah, that's show you how you're like a head for writing. Exactly. Like, he's insane. One of the Sagara? best... He's insane. He's up there with Ernest Bazania and Timothy Bukumuni. But he just has a satirical uh, take on his... He's really cool. Uh-huh. So... He landed on my work and said, hey, can I feature you in... Uh, in uh, he was writing for New Vision at the time. Okay. He said, uh, can I have you as a guest writer? I'm like, fam, I'm 17 years old. What, what, am yeah. I ri- what am I writing in New Vision? He said, no, just write whatever. Whatever you feel is cool. And that was it. Trust me, I lost my... Hmm, I was walking in my father's house like, my G. Hmm? I'm about uh, to leave. Y- yo, I'm about to walk out. you don't know. Level's done. Changed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, internship, when I go to university, internship, I interned at MTN Uganda Okay. Uh, in the marketing department. Okay. Blah. MTN. Yeah, the guys with MTN everywhere you go. Yeah, ah, well, those ones. You don't know who came up with yellow. Trust me. No, <laughs> yellow I didn't. That was way back. Come on, that was way back. But, you know, um, yeah, in the marketing department, we used to sit in, in meetings with their ad agencies. Okay. At that time, I had no clue no idea of what advertising entailed. Mm. I didn't even know there was an advert. I mean, I thought the marketing section of a company is the one you guys sit and you come up with. Didn't about agencies. So their agency at the time was Metropolitan Republic and they they had this amazing lady called Stella Mpora. Thank you, Fadova. And she was, she's this short lady with a tiny voice, but she commanded so much presence in the room. It's like a boardroom full of, you know, marketing. He's Martin Sebuliva. He's, you know, seated. And she's talking and she's like, you guys don't want to pay us our money. You guys want very good. We have very brilliant concepts. We have five concepts for you. But where I said, I don't know what the chick does, <laughs> but I want <laughs> to be that. I, I want to be that. So I go to the marketing manager and I was like, who's that? He said, oh, no, that's a lady from the ad agency. He said, ad agency? So I go to Google. Yeah. At, at my desk, ad agencies. What's the ad agency? Metropolitan Republic said, ah, okay. So after going through campus, yeah. I found every way to find myself in. I'd, I started making friends. Like, you go to the bar yeah. and I'd meet people and I'm like, do you know any friends? Like, it would be a conversation and you were talking about something normal. Like, so what are your hobbies? I'll be like, um, I like swimming. I like reading. Do you know any people in the advertising? <laughs> like, I would just drop. I'm like, do you know anyone in the ad agency? I'm like, yeah, I have a few friends who work here and there. And that's mm. how I got in. So when I got out of campus, my first ever job the universe works in mysterious ways. Mm-hmm. I woke up one day and Shanice Kachungira called me. The Shanice Kachungira. I said, who am, who am I? I said, Daddy, Shanice Kachungira called me. I got a job. Where? Blue Flamingo, doing what? I want to be a copywriter. What's that? I was like, I don't know, but it's late. I mean, if she <laughs> called me, we're going to find out from there. And that's basically how it started. Okay. So being a senior writer at uh, Blue Flamingo, yeah. I went on to be a PR and digital executive at Fireworks. Mm-hmm. Really, Fireworks. I was, basically, I was just blessed. 
from then onwards, it was just, yeah, it's it. The rest is history. Cool. Yeah. Was there any like any things you like one big lesson you really learned from like the advertising world that you're really applying in like the event world? Um, def- every single every single thing. Every like, was there one that thing. really stands out that you know is really from an advertising space, but really no one has really seen how it really also applies um, in the event space? In the event, actually, what I've realized with event PR, yeah. the crazier the concept, the better. You know how in ad agencies you come up with the craziest, you know, it's they tell like you, much. they tell you, think up, however crazy it is, we'll vet them out. And then they reach, and like you reach and the client it's is like, like are you people insane? Like, are you trying to get us out of the market? What ideas are these? But when it comes to events, you have, it's actually, people like, people like attending events that, that provoke. They're tired of the normal, ordinary, you, you don't want to go and, and, and attend the same thing every single time. Yeah. So giving them just an experience that's different. Okay. Yeah, for me, and trust me, me crazy and go, like, just do your thing. Yeah, that's me. So I'm, I'm doing what I love every single day. That's cool. So how did the flip happen? Like the flip from, hey, I'm writing cool statements for big brands and now um, I'm, I'm, I'm convincing people to pay 50k for a concert. <laughs> well, first of all, basically, as Che, I've, I started partying when I was really young. Really, I won't even say the age. It's embarrassing. <laughs> what's the age? And then like, no, I won't say the age, but I'll just, I'll just let you know. I think we can play a game on Facebook. Guess <laughs> age when she started partying. Everyone like hundred k. The more, <laughs> get, the more people fail, we just keep increasing the money. Just be like, 100K, that's a good idea. 200K, by the way, insanity. k. Wow. And then the money is donated to Chase's favorite charity. Right. Oh wow! Great. Yeah, I think that but, I think uh, that we should do that with this podcast. We should. That's yeah, a good idea. Like put the snippet of this segment. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> just say, listen Guess to it. Guess age. Guess actually, age. that's a very good. We should actually do that. Yeah, sure. It would work yeah. very well on Twitter. Yeah. Madhouse, featuring Nova Media. Yeah. Guess, Guess Chase's age. Yeah. Wow. The more the more money. We'll oh put on the wow! Table. Blogs will have a blast with this one. But anyway, uh, basically, I started partying when I was young. Okay. My big brothers were DJs. I grew up in a house where music was a thing. My mother loved reggae music. I grew up listening to reggae. Dennis Brown, Bob. Mm. My father was a country music person. I can't stand country music for the <laughs> I can't. It's so sad and just corny. And the accent, the southern accent, it's just, yee-haw, I was walking down the wrong road. And I'm like, why? How, how does anyone listen to this? But uh, because... It's nice, positive music. Yeah, so it's reggae. So let's, I'll go with reggae. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so started partying when I was very young. I loved mm. events. Um, I met a couple of DJs who right now are the cream of the crop. Back in the day, they were, you know, skinny and hustling, but we used to, you know, sit on the same bar counter buying beer of 1K, you know, so they've never forgotten me from then. So, as I said at Creative Asylum, relationships are important, yeah. very important. Yeah. So, I mean, my partying earlier in the day, to some people, for example, my parents, yeah. it was frustrating for them. Yeah. They're like, why does she go out? Me, I'm like, I'm going to party to meet people. You understand? But they never got that. They or never maybe did. maybe they worried, like, hey, some boys going right? to be creative. Like, right? And, and can you blame them anyway? But, uh, I mean, it's from, from loving music and partying. My brothers were DJs. I eventually learned how to DJ. I'm a part-time DJ as well. I play at a certain bar. I won't tell you where because you might come trying to look for me when I'm hustling with my reggae transitions. But uh, 
Yeah. Shout so. out the DJ. You never know. Like <laughs> the Junction Bar Wednesday nights. Yeah. yeah. Junction Bar Wednesday nights. Yeah. DJ. No, the DJ name DJ is Becky. Mad Michelle. But Mad Michelle. Yeah. I've had the like, name Like, wow, those names have changed. I Chell, pl- Becky, Rebecca, Michelle. I actually played at my S4 Leavers party alongside DJ Brian, current DJ Brian of NTV. Mm. Yeah. He, very good friend. I've known him from S1. Everything he learned about DJ. But like more of like a regular DJ, we right? Did. No. So, well, I play everything, but no when... Re- yeah, but when it comes to reggae, yeah, yeah I put in... Some oh, more love, yeah. Like ah, it's love insane. Yeah. But you can't find me playing rock music in a country. You, no way. Yeah. Fire okay. ban. No. <laughs> you just come back Right? <laughs> yeah. So, me uh, getting into event PR. Okay. Uh, starting up Nova Media. So, this, I mean, so far, like, so the bug had beaten even way before. Way before. Like, like when I was a, at, some, at some age in my mid-teens, I knew what I was going to be. All these dreams my parents had at a doctor, a vet, vet. I am terrified of animal vet. So me, I already knew I was. It, it was going to be along the lines of writer, okay, DJ, or an artist, somewhere there. And here we are, really mm. here DJ, we are. Artist yeah. and owner of a PR company. Yeah, event does PR. events, parties, parties really. basically. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you want to throw a party, we just have to holler at you, like. Hey, you I'm know. your plug. I'm your plug. Yeah, yeah. so basically... We have a party in mind, so <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> yeah, so like. basically starting up Nova Media, um, I was working at an agency. I was a copywriter. Okay. And uh, this was a contract three months. Mm. They had something they were working with uh, with a telecom company. Okay. So I came in on board as a PR and um, communications consultant. And this is a company that sponsors a lot of events. In all of the agencies I've worked, I was always thrown onto the, the campaigns that had to do with events. Let's say Smanoff. They always put me on those accounts, Smanoff, Belaga. Nothing to do with during that day. But let's help the children of Uganda. No, it's <laughs> there's a party, there's a concert. Che, you're there. I'm like, does it occur to you guys that after working eight, ten hours for you, I also want to sleep. sleep. <laughs> I don't want to you go know. to the party. Yeah, so I'm like, no, 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 we need you on site. You're going to... So it's always... That my can I say my reputation preceded me? Like every agency I went to, I wouldn't even ask. It's just chair your handing this concert, chair your handing this and this. I'm like, guys, let me also spend court time. Let me uh, do some CSR. Uh, <laughs> let us go and sweep the streets of Kampala. Uh, let me be at the forefront so uh, people can see that I'm not just a lumpen. You understand? <laughs> That's yeah? what the lumpen methodology yeah, came to l- be. Now lumpen comes from far. That's a different story. I was like, why is she calling herself lumpen? Now lumpen, like, the lumpen story is my favorite. I love telling this story and I'll tell it over and over again. In 2011, <laughs> I was. I was coming from a very crazy night out. I had just pierced my nose, so I had gone out to show the entire world, you know, how cool, you know, Che. You kind of, you just didn't put it on. It blocked, and trust me, I can never pierce. (laughs) Oh, childbirth is nothing. A nose ring, lies. So, um, came out from a night out. I I was buzzed, like buzzing. So I walk into the house at about 5.45, and, you know, I still had music ringing in my ears, so I put the radio. Now, at that time, that's when XFM had just come. Yeah. And XFM, the morning show, had Sima, Rudende, and Libolo. Yeah. Libolo and Rudende were people I knew from Nkosi University. Yeah. I was in Nkosi with them. So, I mean, it was a fresh show. It was beautiful. Rudende yeah. was on with his weight and his... I was yeah. like, Psh, Rudy's on radio? Like, yeah. this is my show. So, I'm um, buzzed at 6 in the morning, go fix myself something. And then they had this thing 
called party something what party with I don't remember what the thing was called but no. basically they said meanwhile keep in mind she's buzzed <laughs> I'm still buzzed from the night before so they say um give us give us a word for a party yeah. that is not party and yeah. win yourself a party for you and 30 friends yeah i said Psh. <laughs> for <laughs> Psh. really like that i had like a million names but off head a million is like oh i call it but these guys never pick things when you call i was buzz i got my phone i called in they picked up uh so i said hi who's this is like you're rudy che. and I'm like oh well, i think rudy was just I have a I have a word for you guys. They're like, what's the word? And I said lumpen fest. They're like, hey, thank you for calling. We let you know. My thought was kiddy. At my breakfast, I slept. The next day yeah. in the morning, it was about eleven in the not not even eleven. It was like towards the end of the breakfast show, nine thirty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get a phone call yeah. from a number I have no idea. And they're like, Hi Che, you're live on XFM. This is Sima Rudende, and and you have won yourself a party for oh my god the scream I let out. <laughs> I think my dad was like, what what's happening with my daughter? I let out the loud. You won a party. Stay on the line. Going to give you details. Oh wow. That's after how... exactly. So after now the party the <laughs> party was called Lumpenfest. It was in my father's house. Can you imagine? <laughs> all my f- all my lumpens we gathered in my father's house. The gathered f- them there. XFM brought the beer, the alcohol, the barbecue. We part to this day, people still talk about lumpen fest. They're like, Che, we need another lumpen fest. I'm like, are y'all gonna pay for the stuff? Because XFM ain't pay anymore, you know? <laughs> so yeah. So from then on, people say She's calling me the lumpen. <laughs> for <laughs> yeah, just be like, hey, lumpen fest, reservation. Right. 10k for each. Ultra, you don't worry. We, there's a lot in the in the works. Don't worry. But uh yeah, so my friends just say calling me the lumpen from then. Okay. And I just Accepted it. My Twitter handle is the real lumpen. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen. I've been like, I've been like, lumpen. the lumpen? Now, plot? lumpen methodology comes from there was in Kozi, yeah. my worst class was called research methodology. <laughs> it was the absolute. Wa- the lecturer hated me. Yeah. I think he had a thing out for me. It was like this chick of a comes to my classes hangover, or she's just she never <laughs> takes notes. She thinks she's cool. That she think it's so. He was always picking me out, like. Machele, you tell us the answer. I'm like, my G, I was daydreaming. Look, yes, I was looking out the window. But fam, you're boring. Don't pick me out. There's like 300 other guys in this class. Why do you keep picking me out? You know, so Lumpen method, like it just worked. I said, yeah. No, I, had, I had a blog. I have a blog, actually, Lumpen Methodology. Yeah. That's cool. Works. That's that's yeah. that's that's like a whole like podcast of its own. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like just, yeah, my story that's, uh, that's is really. I mean, now as I know, I like even appreciate the the, the hashtag more. Yeah. Than than before, I was like. Like what? what right. What? It's uh, what? <laughs> like she just just trying to be clever on Facebook, <laughs> like everyone else. Because yeah, everyone like can have like very clever I hashtags, know. and I'm yeah. like. But that's that's basically the story of Lupin methodology. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So uh-huh. now we're back to Nova Media. Nova Media. Yeah. So being in charge of events and stuff, yeah. I'm working for this agency and they have a telecom company mm. and they were working on, they had just signed on, they had this, their brand had taken a direction where mm. they were now sponsoring artists. Like they were using artists as influencers. Mm. And of course, if a telecom is, yeah. is using artists Does as influencers. I want anyway. Sorry? <laughs> I mean, I wonder if that ever works. It well for some, for some. Yeah. It worked for Airtel. Africa not so much, but uh, you know, 
Yeah, whatever AfriCell is picking, those artists for AfriCell. Yeah. Now, I'm sorry. Yeah. AfriCell feels in this Afri- is the problem. Those Afri- it, people they are failed. It's, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm but not sure yeah, those are influencers. But things <laughs> are, okay, amplifiers, ambassadors, whatever term you want to use, really. But <laughs> yeah, wrong definitely, people. if you're using, and I mean, it's, it's part of the contract. Yeah, if you're using okay. people as uh, ambassadors, especially artists, yeah. you in turn have to sponsor so, okay. their like, events. concerts, That's events okay. in, okay. yeah. So first of all, I found these, um, but they were so boring. It was the most boring campaign I've ever worked on because all these artists are just, first of all, a lot of them are passing off to be kings of reggae music in Uganda. I was like, <laughs> you know what? Like, where am I even here? Where, I didn't even want to be in the same room with the artists, like but you I call had that to. Reggae, like I was like, right. <laughs> and then you have to go with them on all their media tours. And then the, the hosts are hyping them up so much. And yet, the host who does I know nothing about reggae. I to my in the middle of the recording. I was like, can you all, like, why? Why do... Ah, it was just annoying. And yeah. then, somewhere, somehow, uh, Ali Alibai got in touch with me. Yeah. I was at my desk and then got in Talent touch Africa? with me. Talent Africa? Yes, Alibai. Talent Africa. The Ali Alibai. The yeah, indomitable yes, Ali Alibai. We've heard yes. a lot about him. Yep. And uh, he got in touch with me and said, hello, somebody dropped your email at my desk. Uh, I have an event coming up and I believe I can use your expertise on this. Yeah. And I said, what expertise do I have that Ali Alibai... Ne- Ali, I, I thought it was a joke. I yeah. looked around the creative room and I was like, guys, whoever, whoever did this, eh? like, seriously, gigs up. Like, what, what, come on. And they said, Manche, Ali, go for the meeting. So I go for the meeting and then he tells me, he didn't tell me what event it was, what. Okay. And then he tells me, um, he just starts the slide, like, mm. nice to meet you, blah, 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 starts the PowerPoint slide. Okay, he's going slide by slide. He's like, the show is called Kampala Love Live Experience. It's like, ah, now really, I have to go with other artists who are now faking reggae and dance folk. Because <laughs> I could see the colors. I yeah. didn't see the artists. I was like, now, Che, we're back here. <laughs> we are back here in mediocrity. Green, I said, you know orange. What? Yeah, so he goes, the venue is in Dairy Center. Mm. Um, we're looking at about 1,000 people. Mm. He said, why is Ali calling me for an event of 1,000 people? Mm. Really, he can do this on his own. Yeah. The next slide, it took everything in me not to yeah. get up and throw the chair and jump out the window. The next slide, and he says, headline artist is Chronics. I, <clears throat> it took every... The Chronics. <laughs> Jama McNaughton. The yeah. son of Chronicle, the great. Uh. I lost my shit in my mind. I think my eyes just went wide. But because everybody... But because everybody was focused on the PowerPoint side, nobody yeah. saw my reaction. But in that moment, I just it was the beginning of the rest of my life. And then he says, so Che, um, we go through the slide and everything, uh, the PowerPoint presentation, and you know we are discussing how can we go about this. I remember telling him, you know what? I know you want 1,000 people. Trust me, we can have about 4,000. 4,000. And indeed, we had about 3,700 people at the show. 3,700. And this was, first of all, the sponsors. Actually, uh, the Nova Media at first was called Lumpen Media, but it scared it scared away so many you know potential clients. And I said, really? you know what, Should have just stuck with it. I would have if it wasn't chasing away my <laughs> clients. Yeah, reputation, names and names. I know, names. I, so know. Like, I know, but you know, it's... It and also it would let you do, allow you to do certain things. As well, a bigger brand, like you know, what I mean, like yeah, we're lumpen media. Trust like, me, I got away with a lot of things with the the, the phrase lumpen yeah. media. But uh, what eventually, what do you think we can get away with as creative asylum? A lot. A lot. Of oh, really? Madhouse yeah. and creative. There's a lot. Oh, wow. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. But uh, basically, we rebranded recently. Yeah. Uh, Chronics was my first show. Yeah. And 
after that meeting with Ali Alibai, I remember at the end of the meeting, he was like, uh, so do you have a company? Yeah. Looked him right in the eye and I said, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> you had you like, tomorrow find the lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> I said, yes, yes, I do. He said, is it registered? I said, no, it's not. Um, it's a startup. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I have a company. He said, oh, okay, great. So tomorrow just send me you know, an invoice. Uh, mm. I went back to office. Dennis and Dia, wherever you are, Dennis and Dia was the creative uh, director. Yeah. I told him, farm. Create mm. Lumpen Media, hurry up, put a lion with reggae colors, hurry up. <laughs> made me a logo there, chap chap, made me an invoice, business cards. In the space of like three hours, the next day, I went with my invoices, like, yo, yeah, so, huh? Yeah, Lumpen Media, we're here, we're here. Let's, yeah, <laughs> created an email ad in record time. Yeah, so that's how, that's, basically, yeah. Okay. That's, After that's, the success of Chronics, I've been recommended for a lot of shows, Morgan Heritage, Taras Riley, not just in Uganda alone, but yeah. Kenya as well. Okay. What shows have you done in Kenya? Like, um, not really a show. But, but like, uh, small, like I know you're like the king of tiny parties not also. <laughs> but not, not, really, not really a show, but okay. uh, we handle Waire's publicity. Ah, okay. Waire cool. is the golden child of reggae in yes. Africa. Yeah, handle his had, publicity. We've had some ideas like that. We're <laughs> just like, okay. Yeah, we are his regional publicist for okay. Eastern and Southern Africa. Okay. Um, other artists, well, Nazizi as well, because Necessary Noise. Nazizi still makes music? Yes, she does. That's but it's such a hustle. It's such a hustle selling her because right now she's she's not... She went through a hard time. Yeah. Uh, after her breakup with her husband, she had a violent relationship. Then she lost so much weight. Now, in losing weight, people were saying, you know, she's on drugs, as usual. Yeah. So... Crisis management, my specialty. I said, you know what we're going to do? Naz, Naz, my G. You know what we're going to do? They're talking, but they're going to talk. You know what we're going to do? We're going to get you a gym, a gym in Nairobi. You're going to become their ambassador, and you're going to now start fitness of your losing weight because you're trying to what? Get fit. Don't help for your, your stress. <laughs> now, fam, you're going to lift some weights. And right now, she's actually, she's the face of fitness in everywhere for ladies in Nairobi. Ah, that's yeah. nice. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. So, Good for her. And other projects as Met well. Met her once at East African Records, I think. But and she's always at Nyege Nyege. She's always at Centenary Park, chilling with Criss Cross, Reggae Night, Monday Exp uh, Reggae Express. Really cool people. Yeah. That's nice. That's mm -hmm. nice. So how's the journey been for Nova Media generally? What are the interesting it's, stories? It's been rough. I have a number of intro and Oh, wow. We, we don't have enough time. Yeah, we don't have enough time, but like just the, generalize the it. Most that, but the most, just to give like the people listening, just um, context. You get like... Especially, especially starting businesses in the space mm. that you're in, like just understanding that hey, it's like it's there's, there's the like how you got the opportunities and broken and yeah. this stuff is awesome, but like there are these challenges it's, and like the, yeah. the queen of crisis management. Now, first of all, it's rough event money. There are a million and one event. <laughs> first of all, there are so many companies that call themselves event marketing companies. Yeah. But really, what they do is they hire these trucks and go and shout. If you actually go Experi and see them, what they call it, experiential. Yeah, you're like, and wait, even wait, their wait, what? Even their experiential, it's there's no there's no creativity around it. Coming yeah, like I like, like, hmm. it's it's cram work, it's copy and paste. Yeah, you're like just do cloth banners. You know, I see a lot of artists, and I'm like, a person like Jamal, you guys, Jamal is one of the gems of Ugandan reggae. Not every day we are going to sing Maddox. You guys, Maddox is old. Naya Koyi. <laughs> Jamal is Jamal is making so much, so much music, good music. He's headlining concerts in Europe. He's head, headlining concerts in Asia. He's doing so well. But back home here, he's not, he's not being, he's not putting that light. 
Now, event marketers, for me, it's it's just there's a lack of creativity. And I believe that Nova Media, what, what we do different is because of my experience yeah. in advertising and mm. and basically madness, mm. we give people a different a different experience. Okay. Yeah. Every project that we are part of, if we give you a concept, it's going to be something different. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. You guys have heard everyone <laughs> listening. Yeah, those are doing parties. <laughs> For me, I'm more interested in the parties now. The parties. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm interested in. Yeah, well, and yet I don't even like parties. Really? Or even Who crowds. Doesn't like parties? Or even crowds. Like that is how. Well, yeah, we and, yet, and yet I'm the asylum person, and I speak in front of a crowd. <laughs> we should <laughs> create. Uh, we should do a party where there's like a booth for introverts. Like you have like a VR. Everyone has their booth. It's not even introverts. I just don't. Just don't like crowds. crowds, Yeah. Just don't. The outdoors. Yeah. 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 Let's just. I used to be like that. It's it's too much energy to give out. (laughs) Is it? Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, I I get it. Too much energy for me to give out. (laughs) (laughs) No really. Even like to be honest, even like when I do like asylum, sometimes. I always have like to go like my sister's like where are you going? I'm like first just chill. Yeah. And we always go to the bathroom and like first like <laughs> for I collect this energy, then come and first start talking. Yeah. But like oh it's just one on one like I can I can have a blast. Yeah. But like crowds. That's actually ironic considering you do a creative asylum, which is a networking event. Yes, but like I am very one on one. I can have a blast, mm-hmm. but like where it's like two people, three, I'm like. Are you serious? This is actually interesting. Yeah, like for me, I'm weird. I'm like when I when this it's, is it's like why it's like when people say, "Hey, Gab, let's go hang out mm-hmm. and scroll this place." I will always turn it down. Yeah, because for me, I always like want to go to a space and give one pers- a person 110 percent of my attention. Yeah, but in a in, a, in a, an event where there's so many people, yes, it's like I'm talking to you. Yes, then some guys like Gab. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm like, I was just talking to you about something. Yeah, now I have to like, yeah. Then like, I get like, it. Oh. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I do. so I I like no. <laughs> Okay, all right. Still, mm-hmm. it's something to learn. So I've, I've never seen a lumpen party. Your party seems to be more interesting. Oh, so. trust me. Every element of lumpenism is in all the parties that I do. Yeah, lumpenism. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've... we've like a there's so many. There's so, there's so many words. Lumpenry, lumpenism. So you know what? Just went with lumpen method. Yeah, just like trademark the whole the word. Oh, trust just, me. Lumpen methodology. Like we are going to... I'm trademarking lumpen. that. Like patent, I'm patenting it very soon. <laughs> lumpen. Guess very like, soon. There's someone in Kampala who owns yeah. the word. Like, don't just use it. For real. It. No, by the way, you know every time someone brings up the word, like on Twitter, someone mm. will be saying their own stuff. Yeah. Like, these lumpens in town who drive... Uh, drive Range yeah, Rover like, and they br- and someone tags <laughs> me and they're like, Lumba, real Lumba, did you buy a Range Rover? I'm like, fam, it's an English word. You know that people can use it at their <laughs> um, own yeah. you know, liberty. But it's a clever hack. I mean, like, if <laughs> like, all the traffic just goes <laughs> right? to you, like, yes, like, marketing. Man, like, the traffic <laughs> on your page is crazy. Like, uh, yeah, because there are a bunch of angry people out yeah. there in the world. <laughs> Let's just leverage it. Yeah. yeah, cool. So, like, as we end this podcast, mm. oh, almost end it. Yeah. This thing I always ask all the guests is like we'll share with the audience like just one life lesson. One like crazy life lesson that like it doesn't have the, and by the way, I don't want anything to do with like media related mm. me event stuff. Yeah. Just something that, that Che has learned in life mm. and like wants to share with people that they can take home in case they don't get what the heck we've said in the yeah. first 30 minutes. They're just like, um, you know what I mean? Yeah. One thing I have learned is just do it. Nike. Just do it. Yeah, Nike. Yeah, just, just do just it. Just jump. Yeah. I don't think I need to expound more on that. Yeah, no. Just do it. Just if do you it. get the idea, 
and you think it's it's right. So for you, more like Just a gut person. Yeah. Like I mean, even if you like have zero shillings Let in your pocket, but you. like your gut is like this I is have, the plot. I have enough stories. It's it's ridiculous. Just do it. I woke up on. Can I tell a story yeah. before it ends? This is the craziest thing that has ever happened to me in the history of not just my life, mm. but of, even over media. Mm. I woke up one morning, and I was listening to radio, and yeah. a, a YRS song came on. Yeah. And you know, I was just chilling on my balcony. Yeah. And I was like, "But why didn't you bring YRS?" This was even before I became his publicist. Yeah. I say, "Kaleche." Wouldn't it be so dope if you brought Wiry? I've loved Wiry since I was like, I wanted to marry Wiry when I was like 14. And I said, but Che, if you, if you brought Wiry, you know, this mm-hmm. was a time, no money. My st- yeah. I was just a startup. I just had a logo, a Facebook page. <laughs> there was no money. It was not there. I said, but Che, why don't you bring Wiry? Yeah. Wiry, he's a reggae guy. I think you yeah. can talk to him, bitch. Yeah. Mm. I assure you, <clears throat> I bet the alcohol is bad. The, yeah, don't, don't make irrational decisions when you're... But I mean, it seems for you, it's like a mom, for you, like Snoop Dogg and weed. Let me. <laughs> you might be that kind of but person. That's know, a relationship yes, where, like, yes, you make very epic decisions and, in and certain scenarios. Me, it's it's that's me. Like, off. <laughs> Didn't I just pick? I went and looked for where his email address on Twitter, and I hit up. I sent him an email. I'm like, hello, my name is Che. I own a company called Lumpen Media. Um, I have worked with. Uh, Chronics yeah. on this is a guy who has I mean he has yeah. songs with Chronics, yeah. yeah. he records in Chronics studio in Jamaica. He said I've worked with Chronics and then I attached my poster of Chronics and mm. Mm. Talent Africa and yeah. Lumpen mm. Media. By the way, I I, I framed that that Can't poster. It's in, it's in my find house. Find something he can. It's in my house. That first poster of Lumpen Media being on the, the logo being on next to Talent Africa. Yeah. Yo, you yeah. don't know what that poster's done for yeah. me yeah. in yeah. life. Yeah. So I sent it to him and I was like, oh, okay, let's work. Mm. First of all, he didn't have a, he didn't have a manager. Yeah. What, what. No, yeah. he handles everything himself. Yeah. Okay. Very down to earth uh, for a superstar. Yeah. Very down to earth. And eventually, Wairi came to Uganda. Remember zero shillings. Yeah. I told him, you can't. Yeah. We are going to pay you after. Yeah. This is an artist who charges fifteen thousand dollars for any gig. Yeah. But I vibed him so I told him I'm going to become a publicist. I'm yeah. going to I'm also starting out. I love reggae music. I've yeah. been on radio, I've done reggae radio shows. Let's make this work in Uganda. Besides, yeah. when was the last time pursuing in Uganda? You yeah. come, you yeah. come. Where he came, put him at club play. Club play. Can you imagine? Well, it was alcohol. Club <laughs> play. We put Wiry at club play. Now Bring him to club play. We had the three thousand dollars. Yeah, we had got it that mm-hmm. very day. First of all, getting his plane ticket. Yeah, the show was on uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah, it was actually called Black Valentine. Yeah. it was on Valentine's Day. By six p.m. Yeah, mm? Mm. the show was gets open at seven. Yeah, six p.m. Wairi was still chilling at his home in Westlands <laughs> in Nairobi. We had not yet even purchased <laughs> the ticket. Do you understand? <laughs> Where somewhere somehow. I called up a few people. Yeah. We got the plane ticket. Return. He said, so okay. Just, I just, just a question, just to give... Audit, let, just, this is crazy, but this for me is very interesting because I really need to put... <laughs> is this hustle of getting the plane ticket sort of like favors and some people you know and friends of like, hey, man. It's, it, it, it really depends. Because you know there's travel, there's, there are travel agents and yeah. then sometimes... If the travel agent maybe is unable to come through for you, you just have to go straight to the, the booking office. Yeah. 
But this time, Wairi has his own travel agent. So yeah. me, I was dealing on the Nairobi side. Yeah, okay. So the travel agent is called David. Yeah. First of all, his English is sketchy. He was only speaking Swahili. So we are speaking Swahili, Swahili, Swahili. And then I tell him, you know what? You just get the cheapest. First of all, Wairi was like, you know what? Me, I can't. I'm not, I'm not that. I don't want your, your first class, what, what. You just yeah. put me on any seat. Yeah. And we fly. Yeah. It's like, son, bad man. We put him, <laughs> coach, Bambi. Sends his selfie there. Uganda, we are coming. Oh, guys, were woo -loo 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 excited. <laughs> he got onto that plane at about 9.30 p.m. Mm. This is a show that was supposed to start at 7. He lands. We drive to the airport. We pick Wairi up at 10.30. He landed mm. at about 10.15. Mm. 10.30, we pick him. Yeah. Driving through that Ebbs traffic. Remember yeah. that, that the express we had in the yeah, yeah. Ebbs traffic, we are like this. People at club play waiting. Yeah. They are black and gold. Dress yeah. code, what? <laughs> we wait in traffic. Then Bambi, he gets hungry. We stop. We he wanted a Rolex. Can yeah. you imagine? We yeah. stop. Told the guy to whip up Rolex. I told him, do you, uh, do you want anything? He had the weirdest demands. <laughs> I, um, he's like, um, just get me honey. I ask for honey. Honey? <laughs> ask for what? Ask for something. Liquid courage. It's like, I don't smoke, I don't drink. I was like, how do artists live? Which artist doesn't smoke and drink? He how do you not. live? Is there, is there anyway, one? good for him. But uh, we got him his honey. And he was just sipping it like on yeah. the way to. Mm. We didn't even go to the hotel first. Yeah. We went straight to Club, Club Play. Yeah. Put him in the manager's office. Yeah. Somewhere, somehow, we got a flat iron. He came yeah. with his suit, his performance clothes, yeah. and whatever. Yeah. We sought a flat iron there <laughs> and there. Somewhere, we just it's found a, a flat iron. Iron, his clothes. Meanwhile, yeah. um, you know, shout out to Body of Brian. Yeah. Uh, I've known Brian since his S1. When oh. I was in Form 4, Form 3, he yeah. was in Form 1. Ah, okay. Yeah. So he, I didn't even know, he never even used to sing back then. He was yeah. just this small brown kid with rickets. Okay, not rickets, but bow legs. <laughs> and he just used to run around playing football. Just there. I ah, never even knew he had anything. Yeah, this podcast. <laughs> I reached out. Imagine, I had no money. I had the opening acts. Yeah. The DJs who played were DJ Aluda. Yeah. Can you imagine? East Africa top DJ played at my event for free. He said, check, Yambi. Aluda. Eh, there, poster. Aluda. Badman Naselo. Nacelo, reggae, raga, dancehall, MC, and hype man. He said, Che, let's do this. Put me on the poster. Wah! Nacelo, there. MC hype, official yeah. MC of the show. Yeah. There. Artist, now I call body of Brian. I told Brian, Brian, <laughs> Brian, things are tight. Was sing, sing. Yo, yeah, just sing. He did, uh, he, was, he was supposed to do an acoustic because Wairi has some reggae songs yeah. that are, I mean, reggae. We're not going to do reggae on playback and live DJ. That's disrespecting the genre. Yeah. So we got him, we got Bran okay, to, do, to, to play the guitar, guitar. as Wairi sings. Okay. These guys have not practiced. They, don't, <laughs> they have never met. They don't even know. They are Freestyle. As we are ironing the clothes here, <laughs> like they his, go to a song list. <laughs> he's, he's with Aluda. Aluda has a laptop here. Uh. Aluda is saying, Hannah, which track? Which track? How would you like the order? Which track don't you want to? Okay, this one. Okay, this, this one. You want to perform so this cool, one? Like As he's talking to Aluda here, mm. he's clearing his throat with his honey. Yeah. <clears throat> Imagine he's telling Aluda, uh, yeah, so just... Okay, yeah, now remove this song. Uh, he's practicing his voice, getting his vocals right, while telling Aluda, remove this song, remove this song. Brian is here tuning his guitar <laughs> for practice. We are here, flat air and pressing, spraying the clothes. It was mayhem. Then everyone is outside. Don't, no one documented this the hassle. No one. Do you so know, in that time, it was it chaos. Was but I'm chaos. saying, like, be so cool if that was documented. It should have been. Guys are like, yeah. It was yeah, mayhem. Yeah. Now, uh, what happened is, eventually he gets on stage, yeah. performs. Hey, Brian, Bambi played the guitar. Yeah. Guarantee, yeah. Chucky. Oh, the girls from KIU had thronged the place. Kenyans. Why? 
I was so happy. Even even at the end of the day, he was like, it was actually worth it. Okay. Now, the best part yeah. of the story. The $3,000 yeah. were in my handbag. So in that chaos of running here and there, I think I left the bag unattended at one point. Ah, so it's Like I turned my head like this and I turned back and the bag was gone. $3,000. I am someone who had zero shillings in my life. Someone had given me 3K. Of che, you just, you know, it's your first gig. Let's give you the yeah. 10 million, you go and. You go and. I turned, and whoever picked that 10 M, eh? I <laughs> hope they did something. Think constructive. <laughs> you guys, we get to the hotel. Yeah. I remembered, I was like, I turned to uh, one of my friends, Ernest. Yeah. He was the person I was working with. I was like, Ernest, where is the, the bag that has the envelope? He said, Che, what bag? We drove back to club play. Yeah. We left, uh, we left Wiry. He was seated with Caesarus. They were working yeah. on a song together. We mm. had them. They were going to shoot the video. Mm. Left him alone with the manager. They did the, the video shoot. They did everything. This was like three in the morning. Well, video shoot video at shoot the hotel. Yeah. Video shoot. And we drove back to club play. Mama, we, we combed the entire place. They said, there's no bug here. <sighs> yeah. I said, Che. It was worth it while it lasted. I said, this is the end of my career. They're going to kulanga me, cheto sasulaba artist. Don't work with loom pen, real loom pen. Do not. But uh, talk to Wairi. Wairi being the calm guy he is, he's like, yeah. no, I understand. Yeah. Besides um, the publicity that you've done for me prior to coming to the show, yeah. he had a remix of uh, with Voltage Music okay. and P-Unit. Okay. I, I put that together. Yeah. It to this day, still plays in clubs oh, everywhere. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah. He a lot of his songs played uh, videos that he was launching. He had selected Jay do him a special mix for. He was actually he was like I've never worked with anyone in Uganda who's done what you've done for me. He said don't don't sweat about the the ten yeah. This is how he was actually saying it to me. Don't sweat about the ten it, It's just three thousand dollars. In my mind, I'm like I want <laughs> to make it to a point where I can actually be calm and say it's just three thousand dollars. And that is when I was like. Yeah, people have think, actually worked think, to. Do you think it was not it? You, do you think it, it was more about the appreciation of the work he saw you put into yes, the hustle? It was. Even if, if even if you know, if, because it three thousand dollars is still a lot yeah, of money. It, it for, yeah, it is. Even for someone who's super rich, like, it, well, okay, it's a lot. Yeah, it's it a is. A lot of money, but. Uh, compared to like hundred dollars, yeah, you get you can do a lot fact, with three thousand. But so. you see, the fact that somebody like Wire, yeah, who is, it's Wire, and yeah. the fact that he actually says. Don't sweat it. But it he saw he saw he saw what I did, as you yeah. said, the work mm. I put in in yeah. pushing the media tours that I gave him when he was in Uganda, and even in Nairobi. I yeah. mean, but I mean, maybe you also read that you're a real hustler. Well, and, uh, as I said, my reputation my reputation precedes me everywhere I go. So, ah, uh, oh well. Yeah, that's a cool story. Yeah, that's and we're still we're still very good friends. And that's he good. said, anytime when you're ready. He actually, he actually sent me an email uh, yeah. last month mm -hmm. for my birthday. He was like, happy birthday, Che. I see you. I see you now. Mm, chronics. You're chilling with Chronics and Busy Signal yeah. and who. Hey, you bring me back. And I, also, <laughs> I said, worry. People have forgotten you. <laughs> you're too much work. And besides, I'm not giving you $15,000 because I know you're not going to give me that $3,000 deal again. Yeah. But still, still in touch. Very, my, my favorite client of all time. Cool. Yeah. So... Ladies and gentlemen, go, go, go away. We're tired of seeing you. <laughs> Thank you so much, anyway. Thank for you for time. having me. Thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah, yeah. we're done. <laughs>